Blog Talk Radio. again later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know who's chatting in the background, don't you folks? Uh, Mrs. Ann and Catherine. This is Ann DeHart here in uh, southern Arizona welcoming all of you to our Wednesday night show uh, with Dr. Catherine E. May there in New York, home again, just a half hour ago, slid in the door slid in the driveway, we'll put it that way, and walked through the door. And uh, Catherine's back from her excursion to Atlanta. So uh, who is Dr. Catherine E. May? Um, Dr. May is a practicing clinical psychologist and has been for more than 35 years there in the New York City area and the Hudson Valley area. Uh, she's currently just arrived at her home after spending some time in a large workshop in Atlanta. Dr. May uh, is not just a clinical psychologist. Uh, Dr. May teaches a very unique uh, technique that took her about 40 years to master. Uh, she was the only student of Amos that persevered until she literally mastered this technique and is now teaching it to others. And uh, after Amos passed and with Catherine's uh, technique where she's able to uh, connect with uh, beings, uh, it seems to be anywhere from hollow earth to the central sun, um, she was able to connect with Amos after he left, asked him what his cosmic identity um, was, and uh, learned that she had been schooled and taught this technique by Sanat Kumara. And uh, on Sunday, uh, with, with our uh, ascension training with Sananda, facilitated by Catherine, uh, Sananda took us on a beautiful etheric journey to Sanat Kumara's etheric retreat above the Himalayas. That is a wonderful call. 
people. We've had nothing but rave reports on that call, just what we need right now. So that can be found also on Catherine's Blog Talk Radio site, um, blogtalkradio.com slash channel panel. And you'll see last Sunday's call there under uh, episodes on demand. So um, right now, Catherine is home. She has a website, Who Needs Light? dot org who needs light dot org she has written a book by that same name who needs light which mother god has termed a manual for ascension and that book can be ordered on Catherine's website on the page uh, book and author so i've given you a little little glimmering of um of uh, the revelations that come to us through Dr. Catherine E. May. And I don't know what she's going to be bringing us tonight, but it's something we'll always remember for sure. And uh, with that, Catherine, uh, tell us a little bit about what you see before us tonight. Catherine? Hi. Well, I have been. (laughs) So I was driving up the mountain to get to my house tonight. Um, we've been traveling all day, came from Atlanta this morning, had to cover most of New Jersey to pick up our car, our pets, and everybody's collected and we're home again, and oh, does it feel good. So on the way over the mountain, my toes started hurting like crazy. (laughs) Well, it's not the altitude. This mountain isn't that high. So we, I asked who it was, and I was told that Mother God would like to come through or that they would like for me to channel Mother Father God tonight, as I usually do, but I think they wanted to confirm it. And I know St. Germain wants to come and talk with us. Now that's as far as I know at the moment. If they have any other ideas, I think they will say so. So I'll give a just a very brief update of what we did in Atlanta. It was so exciting. It seems that everywhere we go these days, we come, we meet people who are are just so far along and so excited and so happy to be doing this ascension work and they these days everybody wants to know their cosmic name and their soul history and so on because it seems like people are beginning more and more to remember past lives and to really want to know about the scope of their work and what they're going to be doing. And almost every place we've been, we've found someone who was a family member. So it seems that St. Germain and I must have had quite a few children. <laughs> and they all well, seem to be showing up lately. <laughs> yes, we've been around a long time. So... um 
there seem to be quite a number of those who are related in some way or the children of our children. So it's really exciting. And this week, I also have met a few of Sanat Kumara's children along the way. Hmm. And that's been really interesting, too. And when I do, it's just so clear their energy is so familiar to me. And it's, you know, if you walk into the room and there's someone you know. Oh, gee. And it happens a lot lately. We all seem to be gathering. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And on this trip, um, we met some other children of the Kamara family. And we also met the person who is the incarnation of Maitreya. Oh, and who is Maitreya? Well, I think people have to look it up. He was the one. He's he's much better known in the East. Um, they call him the future Buddha. And he is also the one who was overlighting Jesus. So he was part Did of we, that. Uh, didn't you channel Maitreya uh, some months ago? The the very ancient archangel. No, I think once I channeled um, Metatron. Oh, that must be who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is Maitreya, who's better known in the East, and his Mm -hmm. twin flame is Kuan Yin. Ah. And what a shift, isn't it? That the the woman is better known than the man. (laughs) Usually, it's the other way around. But, of course, she's very active right now um, as, you know, a part of this whole ascension process and the prosperity funds. Mm-hmm. So that was a pleasure. And and he was another one of those people that we just felt, I know you. Mm-hmm. We just fell into step and we um, did some work and are going to do more in the visual centering groups. Um, he does some very, very in-depth and interesting healing techniques. So there was also um, someone who is a wonderful yoga teacher, and we used her studio, mm. and she's going to be working with us too. And another person who was uh, trained in acupuncture and other things as well, so multi talented people and oh yeah and Meg who is the one who does acupuncture also planned the whole trip for us so she lined up the events she called all the people and they all showed up and we had a fabulous time mm. so this is what we hope to have happen again in other places it made it possible for us to just go do our our long weekend and then and not be completely frazzled you know because yeah, we're yeah. looking for locations and looking for hotels we just can't mm-hmm. do that anymore no so it was uh, mark is the one who's we call him tall mark and he is the he's the incarnation of maitreya and uh-huh. he said okay let's have um 
an ascension tour, what did he call it, contest, (laughs) to see who could come up with, you know, the locations, the places for us to stay, the big groups of people. So whoever can find a place and and put together a group for us, we'll be there. Hmm. Yeah, but and the traveling expenses too are mm-hmm. are are getting to be too much for the oh. the whole group. So we need I some help. Say. Yes, mm-hmm. you do. Yes, you you traveled extensive miles all throughout the West, and uh, mm-hmm. no sooner got home just not that long ago, and off you went to Atlanta, and now you're mm-hmm. talking about Florida, huh? Yes, that seemed to come up. Father God sort of confirmed that for us, that that would be a good idea. But right now we're home. We have to regroup a little bit, um, get caught up in things. We have finally have our pets here with us. And now, Gabrielle is here. I know people are wondering who we is, uh, Catherine. I just, I'm sorry, what did you say, Ann? I Gabrielle said, is um, reminding me. Yeah. Oh, well, the people are wondering who we is. You said we just got home, we got our pets. So who's been on this long trek <laughs> with you? Well, um, Gabriella and Noev. Uh-huh, and Noev uh, is? Is Gabriella's daughter, five-year-old uh-huh. daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So we left the pets at home. We had mm-hmm. Noev was staying with a friend here mm-hmm. um, for a while, and then our trip stretched out. So Gabriella flew home, got Noev, and brought mm-hmm. her back to oh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And she stayed with us for the next four or five days or so. So mm-hmm. then we, you know, just returned today. And I just wanted to let people know I had a number of people who've asked for private sessions. So my shingle is out again. <laughs> I'm going to be oh, able okay, to, good. to work with people individually for a little bit. Um, do you do that long distance, Catherine, or do they have to come to you, or how does how does I that do, work? I do Skype sessions and oh, and okay. FaceTime, and it can oh, be very. It's very nice, actually. Uh-huh. I can I can see them pretty clearly. It's maybe a little better to do it in person, but it can it's a it's good. We can do Skype sessions. Mm. Okay. Um, so uh, to to communicate with you, if they wanted to do a, a personal session with you, then they go to who needs light dot org, and then they go to private sessions. I think that's one of your pages. Is that correct? Yes, and uh, info at, they will come upon info at Uh healingforascension.com. Yeah, okay. And that's a good way to contact me. Okay. I think think they've got, I I think on that page we've got Gabriella at Healing for Ascension. Oh, that's that's good. Yes, that's even better. She Mm-hmm. Um, fields the emails and does such an efficient job of it. She's much. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually faster to get to me through Gabriella than to send it yeah. directly to me. I'm sure um, because she makes sure everybody gets um, categorized properly and mm-hmm. that they 
you know, get through when they need to. So, yep. So we're just now waiting to see what's next. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, we have said we will go wherever we're called. And that's the way it's been going for the last mm-hmm. five or six months. So we'll see what happens next. And okay, and you're you're open now. You don't have any bookings ahead. So it, you know, people can pretty much pick their their time frame as long as it's within reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. That's kind of rare, too. We're usually either just coming yeah. home or just getting ready to leave. So mm-hmm. this, I'm hoping this will be a nice little break. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we have more flexibility than usual. Good. So that's the update. It was a very exciting time. They, every single workshop that we've done has just been so amazing. People are so welcoming, and it's always just so much fun, and we meet such interesting people. You know, the spiritual community is really the most interesting people. Oh, yeah. So we feel very lucky. Well, you don't have a boring life, Catherine. (laughs) For sure. <laughs> no, and uh, the the good part is you're uh, you're flexible, and uh, particularly at this particular point, you don't have anything, uh, any rigid schedule. So um, you know you're good to go. It, it's it's nice that you can have that freedom, and that people can uh, enjoy it as much as you do, so they can take advantage of it. So thanks for the update. Mm-hmm. So we now we announced it on the uh well actually I sent out an email too and announced it on the on the Facebook page. <laughs> now now it's time for the contest to see who can who can create an environment and a venue for us mm-hmm. and then we will come. So that I've got that posted fun. on your front page as well. Okay, great. Mhm. So that's it for now, and I think we're. I just have a feeling we're going to hear. I don't know what we're going to hear, but I hope it's new and interesting and fun and helps us to understand what's going on in the world right now. Well, there's a lot of people here on the phone lines, and I'm sure the internet is full as well. The phone lines are overflowing, so uh, and mm-hmm. a lot of hands are up. I don't know how we'll be able to handle. But we'll we'll see where it takes us. Um, what what do you want to do next, Catherine? Well, I guess I'll just settle back and see what Mother God has to say first. Oh, huh? that sounds good. We always enjoy Mother God. She's just so homey, you know. It's yeah. a, it, but she is. She's just so warm and homey. And it's a wonderful way to start this call. So, well, if you're ready, we'll give you uh, a little bridge here, give you just a minute to mm-hmm. get settled and ready. And it uh, doesn't take long. Catherine's, uh, once people have committed, uh, people being these marvelous beings, the first of which will be Mother God, 
they're already listening in. They know just what we've all been chatting about. And I'm sure Mother God's here right now. Are you here, Mother God? Hello, beloved ones. Yes, it is I. Uh, welcome. And greetings, Lady Nada. Thank you. As Father God likes to say, how be you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we be pretty busy lately, which is good. Yes, indeed. You are very busy. You are now supporting a large number of people. Yes. In your in your work. You are like the hub of a great wheel that grows larger every week. Mm. And what else? Well, it's grown because um, of, you know, this wonderful connection that we have with you uh, and with others that join your call. So this is the Mother-Father-God call. Mm -hmm. Of course, and... And we enjoy it, too. Look how things have changed just in the last couple of years. There was a time when you all were hanging on every breath, hoping to get to talk to Zora. And now here we are, like a big family, all of you accepting and just taking it in stride that Every week you will talk to Mother and Father God and your Ascended Masters who are here to help you. And so many people now are just happy and contented with the idea that they can communicate in this lovely way with their those who are helping them, their guides, their Masters, their Ancestors, and all of us who call ourselves the company of heaven. It's not the kind of company that you have here on earth, of course. We're not a corporation. <laughs> we are simply a group of loving beings who wish to support and encourage you. Yes, we are creators. We have done quite a lot of that, haven't we? This galaxy is our creation. Although many of you have come from far-flung planets and different galaxies, even far-flung universes, all of this you will learn more about when your ascension comes to pass. And it will be very soon. You know, as the the arrangements for the RV drag on and on, yes, we feel it that way too, as it has dragged on, it has compressed the timeline during which you will experience all these wonderful shifts, the change from 
the kind of governance that has oppressed everyone on the planet to freedom, to a kind of open-ended democracy, which you can look forward to. Of course, this is how we work in heaven. You're just going to make it more like heaven down here. We have meetings. We have those we respect and look up to, those we think of as our elders or our experts, and we rely on them. We turn to them for their expertise and their judgment. But each one has a voice. Each one has a part in the great plan. There are many now working with us and working with Prime Creator to help all of you. It is a very important time for planet Earth, as you've been told. But it's especially important to the galaxy. And we have taken a special interest in planet Earth because of the effect it's going to have and is now having on the rest of the galaxy. You have been told that, or some of you know, that our galaxy is actually moving. It has begun to move, and your scientists have detected this. It is moving from a far distant place in the universe toward the center toward the center of the galaxy, your solar system will be will become a focal point in the galaxy. And that is fitting because Mother Earth is a star, you know, in the way that you use the word. We joke that she's a rock star (laughs) because of her exceptional patience, determination, resilience. Oh, my, she is so resilient. She has come through the kind of destruction and punishment that has destroyed planets in the past and she perseveres and all of you have been so fortunate to be members of this project that is the elevation of planet earth and also to be accompanied by the ones who have had such faith in humanity They do have faith in God, yes. But they also have faith in you, in this creation that is humankind. 
And so all have gathered together. All have joined hands and joined forces to help with this project. Now, many of you, most of us actually, have helped by incarnating on planet Earth. And that is what you're doing right now. This is the major part of how we help you. That seems strange to you, doesn't it? Think of it. That the masters, those of the spirit realm, the company of heaven, rather than moving mountains for you, are coming here in bodies to live amongst you. And when you say, why don't you make this happen? Why haven't you done it already? Well, because most of us are incarnated there trying to make it happen just as you are. We wanted you to come to know us in spirit so that you could accept that so many of us are there among you. Now, there are various ways that we can accomplish that. One is to simply come in a body, be incarnated as an infant, like everyone does, and live out a life there. That has been the way that most of us have done it in the past. But there are other ways as well. You know we can come and go to an extent. We can share a body with others. More than one soul can come to live a life in one body. And so sometimes we do that to help each other. Sometimes more than two will come. Sometimes we will trade off. And we sometimes have more than one lifetime going at a time. That is one of the ways that we have tried to help out. By sending, creating representations of ourselves to come to planet Earth to show you That is the best way to be taught, isn't it? To be shown. How else will you learn to truly love but by seeing those who love, by experiencing the vitality and the intelligence and the energy and the dedication of someone who truly loves. many of those you have known on your planet to be the ones who dedicated themselves to service. It is, it is us. We are the ones who put on the suit of human clothes and come to walk among you 
justice you know Sananda did when he came here to live the life as Jesus and he took a number of friends with him in various capacities. That is not the only time we have created a project like this to to help out. You know of all the prophets and the masters who have incarnated and have had a great impact, many of whom are still remembered, and many, many more who are not. Well, we were we were doing those things too. There are many of us, you know, many who have incarnated in human form in various places around the universe, but also on planet Earth. And you will find, as soon as you experience your ascension, you will see the great network. Let's let's look at it this way. You know, if a boat, a motor boat, boat travels across a crystal clear lake. It could be a lake five miles long. If the motorboat starts at one end and goes to the opposite end, it will create ripples, first waves and then ripples that will cover the entire lake. Think of it. Your life is like that. Everywhere you go, you live awake. And the energy you experience, the energy you feel in any particular day, creates a wake that is made of that energy that you put out. You walk down the street... You create ripples and waves behind you. If you are feeling exhilarated, strong, confident, and loving, you will create a wake that is bright and clear that will lift those around you without them even knowing it. And then they do the same. Walk down the next street. Go home to their family, beaming. What a lovely encounter I had today. And then all the family members start to feel it as well. So you see, you and your wake are a very important part of this whole ascension process. Every time you create a powerful sense of energy around you by lifting your heart, turning your thoughts to love, to hope, to compassion, Forgiveness, 
and joy. You create a sense of connection with others and from that you can build a community. And a happy community it will be. You're getting help too. You've been told about the energies rising. Yes, Mother Earth is raising her vibration daily. She's doing it in a very gradual way so that those who were sound asleep can be gently, gently awakened. And the rest of you, you can feel yourself lifted. You must be feeling like you could practically fly by now with the combination of Mother Earth's energy and the wonderful blasts of love that we are sending you and that are coming from Prime Creator, where He is so powerful. His energy, of course, can be felt throughout the firmament. And it is no different. In the farthest star, the most distant planet feels the love of Prime Creator exactly as you do. (coughs) You see, there is no distance, no time, no space when it comes to feeling the power of Prime Creator. Father God made a very funny joke the other day on one of the calls. He was saying, I am sending a powerful healing pulse, but of course, Prime Creator, he's really powerful. And then Father God sort of let this slip. I don't think he meant it to be unflattering to himself because, of course, we love all our creations. But he said, compared to him, I'm a cockroach. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we think cockroaches are pretty lovely, actually, and very sturdy creatures. But to some of you, it might sound like a disparaging thing to say. But I, I promise you, we do not think disparagingly of cockroaches. We think they're admirable creatures. Look how long they have survived. And so there are these relativities in the universe. We all honor and look up to our prime creator. We feel blessed when his love washes across the universe. And you feel it too. Up until recently, you just didn't have a word to call it. You didn't understand it was coming from the center of the universe. But it is reassuring, isn't it, to learn these things. 
And now, my dear Anne. Yes, I'm busy calling Father God right right now. He tried to dial in. Oh. And, uh, and now that I'm because the line is full, he's not able to show up on the board. Yes, I'm busy calling Father God right now. Oh, and I hear Well, I wonder why he's not answering. I hear an echo on the telephone. I know that's me. He's got he's got the the computer on. Hearing Well I'm gonna hang up and try it again. Hmm. Well I'm gonna try the sound of the universe, my dear. <laughs> While you were talking, the phone was ringing, and I looked, and it was uh, Zaria and Zora, and I couldn't take them in on that line while we're doing this. So, and I knew the all the lines were full, so I knew they were trying to get on, and uh, tried uh-huh. to dial them. Yes. Do you mind if I try to dial them back once more so they can oh, get on the call? Father God. Hello. Oh, now you're is. there. Oh, okay. After we Hello, turned beloved. off the phone. Well, beloved. I think you are you <laughs> There he yeah, is. I had to, I had to dial in so I would uh uh for my dad, but <laughs> my beloved accidentally cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I I dialed you back and I couldn't get an answer, and then when I gave up, you came through. That was strange, but we're all here now. Okay, I'll just be standing on the side. Okay. Well, we have uh, Zoraya and Zora, also known as Father God, uh, on the phone line. So, um, <laughs> yes, Mother God, this was very interesting that you were talking about um, that there are so many of you in the company of heaven that are incarnated and walking amongst us, um, subtly giving us ideas on how to influence life on planet Earth for raising. That's so interesting. Yes, indeed. Well, how else, you know, when you think about it, we don't, we don't, um, deliver lightning bolts to wipe out people or to mm-hmm. create dramatic and sudden events. You do mm-hmm. enough of that yourselves. <laughs> I guess we do. <laughs> if we were to be messing in your daily affairs, it would become chaos. And so we come in person. Hmm. To help out. But part of you stays up above. Let me ask you, part of you stays uh, in the higher dimensions while uh, part of you incarnates here and uh, creates a human body? Yes, indeed. Just as you do. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, we are the old souls. We are... The creators, and so we have grown in our energies, and so we can inhabit 
more places at one time, but it Mm -hmm. really is a similar process for everyone. Mm -hmm. You have a higher self who remains in the higher dimensions as your guide, as your connection to us and to all that is. And when you are aware of that connection, you will gain in wisdom. You will begin to see through the veils. And so, rather than try to send your prayers to us, try for a few days. Talk with your higher self. Mm-hmm. Your higher self is connected with us is a part of you, knows your every feeling, your every experience throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Lifetimes, of course, many lifetimes. All of you have lived many lifetimes. And your higher self has the record of all those things and knows it very well. And that is the first person you want to get to know in higher dimensions because it is you. And when we talk to our higher self, we don't have to lay out the whole... Now, this is my program. I've been talking to so-and-so, and and we don't have to tell that because higher self knows every step of our existence down here. That is true. Your higher self. So nobody knows us better and can give us better advice than our own higher self. Exactly. And your higher self is is connected with God. Knows all of those the other higher selves of all those you are in communication with. Mm-hmm. Your family, your soulmates, as you call them, mm-hmm. your higher selves are all in communication, have all helped you plan this lifetime, and can help you with your difficulties with each other as well. Your higher selves all want to see you do well. They want to see you succeed, to learn what you came here to learn, and to also shift, shift the energy, create something wonderful. You need not ask, what on earth is my path? What am I here to do? I will tell you, every one of you, you came here. To love. You came here to raise your own vibration and by doing so to raise your entire family, your soul family, to raise your higher self, to raise your twin flame. When you are successful, When you are, now I don't mean, you know, when you become the president of a corporation, 
I mean when you are able to lift your heart, to live in your heart-mind, and to lift your heart so that you are feeling joy and love and compassion all day long, then you have accomplished what you came here for. And you have done a great service for others. It is not obvious on your plane, but when you are able to clear away the traumas and the doubts, the self-conflicts that you've accumulated in this lifetime, you heal not only yourself, you heal your ancestors. You heal those around you. It ripples outward, forward and back in a way that is very difficult to explain to you, but it is outside of time. Those who came before you have had a tremendous effect on you and you on them. And so when you heal, you create a deep and strong connection with your higher self and you raise yourself to be in communication and you raise yourself to heal from the insults and the scrapes and bruises of your past life. Begin with this life too, beloved ones. You needn't be searching out a hundred former lifetimes to try to heal. There's plenty in this lifetime that echoes anything that came before. And when you are able to ease the pain that you have felt, to heal the depressions and the anxieties and the self-doubt that accumulated on the way the the uh, bones and the bottles accumulate on the beach. Once you have cleared all of that and create in yourself a pristine environment, your work will be felt for generations back. As much as 15 generations can be cleared in one lifetime. And here you are, beloved ones, trying to do just that. And now you see why planet Earth is having such a a renaissance. The self-help community began this movement many years ago. And you know our beloved Lucifer was one who helped with that. The idea that a person could learn to love themselves, could learn to reach 
a peak experience and identify it, live by it, that hope was what started everyone on the path to grow and expand. It is no longer acceptable to simply be born in a caste system and live out your life exactly as your parents did. No one does that anymore. And it's very recent that planet Earth was moving so fast in the social and political and economic conditions. Yes, you're in a very bad way. It has been dark. But look, how could the population have grown to such enormous levels so quickly if it had not been for a certain amount of prosperity? Enough food, water, living conditions, some barely enough, but nevertheless, living conditions that could sustain billions of people. That was an enormous leap. You look critically at your progress and think it's all bad, but in effect, it has allowed more than 7 billion souls to be here now all in bodies and look what you have done you're raising the level of hope you're raising the real faith on the planet not faith based in some dogma or fear but joyful hopeful anticipating a future that will be glorious. You know, we were struggling around, all of us, you and and the company of heaven and so on, around the, the end of 2012 when we had hoped the ascension would occur. But there was so much that was dark and so many expectations of, um, you know, evil extraterrestrials coming in their spaceships to eat you or suck your blood or take your DNA or whatever, (laughs) run off with your gold. Of course, that was one of the greatest fears. (laughs) It would have been difficult to create the ascension at that time. But look how things have changed. How many people now are saying, well, maybe there are ships up there after all. Well, maybe they are friendly because obviously they haven't done anything to hurt us. And now countries around the world are beginning to openly acknowledge 
Yes, we know about them, and we know they're not a problem. Look how things have changed. Now we hope, beloved ones, that this prepares you for what is to come. Because what is to come will seem like lightning fast compared to what you've experienced over the last year or two. We do have some excitement in store. Yes, dear. Um, Just recently, I have um, given more thought to this new age that we have uh, uh, just uh, arrived at on January 20th. Um, the, uh, the golden age, which we understand, is... Um, bringing goddess energy uh, different from the energy uh, before January 20th, which was mostly patriarchal. And um, I don't think we have given much attention to this new energy um, and um, utilized it. I think, I keep thinking that if we um, could acknowledge this and uh, put our attention on it, it would help solve some of the uh, blocks that we keep bumping into that seem to be uh, residuals of the old energy of war and armaments and conflicts and egos, where I'm, I'm thinking that the uh, the goddess energy is is love and nurturing and uh, uh, loving com- uh, uh, interaction. I see soldiers in, dropping their weapons and uh, thinking of their families at home and hugging each other. Um, if we put our attention on uh, this beautiful goddess energy that is now here, can we make a difference and move ourselves ahead a little bit? Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Of course, my dear. You are absolutely right. Now, what we're looking for is not um, an overgrowth of this energy, which would, again, be about egos. Because, of course, the females of the species, humankind, are equally um, tempted to develop powerful egos. So we cannot expect that simply shifting over to feminine energy will take care of the ego problem. Women will have to acknowledge and do their own work as well, but the energy, the female energy is on the ascension and it is a natural phase. It is a natural um, ebb and flow that takes place across the universe. It is not only here on planet Earth at this time that you feel this rise of the feminine energy. And as you said, there is 
an emphasis on kindness, sensitivity to one another, compassion. But of course, the male energy is just as capable of compassion as we are, is just as com- is capable of gentleness, kindness. But lately, you've come to understand the concept of energy more personally, more deeply. And there is an unmistakable sense. When you hug your mother, it is different from when you hug your father. Even if they're equally loving, even if they've been equally supportive and kind to you, there are differences. And there are lovely differences. And when the two are in balance, then it is complete. You cannot have one without the other. But we have been in a very imbalanced state with the patriarchal society having reached its apex. And any time that that a, a phase, a stage, has reached the end of its time, there is a, a rather imbalanced sense, and that is what has happened. Now, I assure you, at the end of thousands of years of the feminine, you may find that you're a little bored with that, and you'll be eager to have a little more of the male ascension, in the ascension, excuse me, in the ascendance. But we are shifting And so each phase will now be less extreme, less disastrous to the environment, less upsetting. It will level out a bit. You will find that people will become more able to to harmonize very nicely with their twin flame. Because the female is carrying more of the responsibility. And then it will be a better balance. There are less things to be in conflict about when you see each other as equals. And so now the feminine rise is really the rise to equality. And that will be a brilliant new day. So that women will no longer need to feel resentful. And men will no longer need to feel guilty or ashamed. It has created a terrible amount of shame and guilt. And so, let us declare, as you suggest, let us declare the end of the war between the sexes. It was a ridiculous idea to call it that in the first place. 
but it's true that there has been a tremendous struggle. Pitting men against women, and nothing good can come of that. And so let us declare peace in the family, in the workplace, in the world, in the classroom, in the orchestra. Yes, and even in the building that is being constructed. Let us see absolute equality, absolute harmony and grace between male and female. How does that sound to you, dear? It sounds wonderful, and uh, I, um, I'm, I, 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 this all came about um, searching for whatever we can contribute uh, to bring about this harmony in our planet right now and allow us to move forward into our ascension. And it, we know that um, we have come to an impasse of some sort again. We uh, uh, There are many hands up right now. I think people are wondering after so many announcements that the RV was ready, which is the turnkey to 10 days later um, having the announcements from our galactics on the media. And the key is the RV. And now we've, we've been um, focused on this conflict in Russia. Um, like someone is going back to the old ways of conflict. And I'm just wondering if there's any way that we um, can gather together in and utilize this goddess energy of love and harmony to neutralize this conflict over there. If we can, you know, the, <clears throat> the goddess energy is here, how do we put it to use? Ah, what a brilliant idea, my dear. Yes, of course you can help. You can be a powerful help. You know, there have been times when women got together to demonstrate their connection, their support for women across the globe whom they did not even know. Now, wouldn't it be a wonderful thing to see the women of the Western world in support of the women of Ukraine? That's what I was thinking about. All the all the women throughout the planet in our love and and desire for peace and harmony uh, with all of our families. Um, if if that unity could come about in in a, a gathering of the women, not in any conflict of the sexes, but just um, offering this loving energy that would overcome all all of this conflict. It just couldn't be if there's that much love. You are right. And so it has been done at times in the past. But now you have 
the increase of energy, your attempts will be much more powerful and will will come together in a way that you, you will be amazed at how easy it is. Yes, do it by all means. Uh, because our Hollow Earth family is global, and already I I have developed loving friendships with uh, women that I will probably never see physically. We're all the same. We just need to unite um, within one unity of interest and uh, intent and love. Somehow um, coalesce together, and maybe we can do it through the Hollow Earth Network. It is a brilliant idea, my dear. Pursue it by all means, and you will find tremendous support. Oh, it's so exciting. It's so wonderful. Yes. Women have a wonderful way of gathering together, of creating bright colors, bright ideas, bright intentions, maybe some... Oh, some activities that one might think of as a little outrageous or, you know, the, or using a symbol that is powerful. You know how powerful the, the movement for breast cancer has been. A little pink ribbon has changed the world. And the women who agreed to wear their shirts to match and to run and to raise funds and so on have truly changed the entire perception of what needs to be done about cancer for women. Look how powerful it is. In just a few years, look what they've done. Build on that. Build on that energy. You are absolutely right. It is time. And you will succeed. That's wonderful. We need to to know that we can succeed. We can't we don't have to sit back uh helpless thinking, Oh, now something else has blocked our progress just when we thought we were on our way. And uh, we need to know that uh, we can make a decision that all is going to be well and know it. And I believe in our agreeing that we all know it, that it has to be. Imagine the entire Ukraine being showered with mm, baby socks <laughs> or or bonnets <laughs> imagine every every soldier being given a gift yeah from across the world 
Imagine every mother being given a gift. Imagine the mothers gathering. Not just the few who are in the towns that are in danger, but women across the globe gathering Mm -hmm. in solidarity. There will be no wars when, when the women speak out, when they refuse to train their sons and their husbands to feel brave and honorable when they go off to be killed. Yes. When the women rise up and say no. Yes. It will end. Well, it's time. It's time for us to um, make our intentions known, uh, not just sit back and wring our hands. And uh, it, it it's it needs to be done with loving intent, not in a any uh, a feeling of conflict or overcoming. Just. Um, that there's so much, so many baby bonnets and and booties floating around. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh huh. There is nothing unspiritual about saying no to war, but we say it with joy. Yeah. We'd rather there's something dance. better. Yeah, there's a better way. We're tired of that. <laughs> yes. We'd rather make a great feast in the town square. Yeah. And invite everyone. In fact, why not have a feast in every town square across the planet? Mm-hmm. Play music and in support of those who need it. Send your loving energy to those who who need peace, who need comfort. Yes. And especially to the aggressors who would. Who would try always in a way that they hope will be quietly ignored. Who hope to flex their muscles and take power over others. Now, this happens on both sides. We need to stop all of it. Yeah, yeah. There's something better to do than trying to enforce things on people. Uh Cookies are much more fun. Bake cookies for the world. Or Mm -hmm. knit booties. (laughs) As you've said. There are many ways to express a symbol Mm -hmm. of support. And your ability to travel has become very considerable. You might find a way to send large groups in support. Every time an orchestra travels, they create a wonderful connection. Mm-hmm. Dance troupe, a band, an art exhibit, 
Look how powerful those things are. Create mm-hmm. your own. Something that will make your energy felt. I yeah. believe your your listeners will have glorious ideas about how to have an impact. Yes, it's all energy. It's just where we direct it and how and what it is. Yes. And now perhaps we should move on. Our time is rather limited. And there are many who wish to speak and many who wish to ask questions. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see what... Uh, where do we so go I will from bow. here, Mother God? Are, is St. Germain here or Catherine or... Um. <laughs> Let's call Catherine back for a moment. Okay. And let her stretch a bit. Mm. I notice that she sometimes needs to move around a little between our inhabiting her body. <laughs> Catherine is so good. <laughs> we We love her so much. All right. Thank you, Mother God. Thank you for all this, these good ideas. I'm sure everybody is coming up with wonderful ideas. Thank you, beloved one. And I will say just for the moment, farewell. Farewell. <laughs> Hi, Anne. Hi, <laughs> I just noticed that I'm holding my teacup. <laughs> oh, all this time? No, I. But I was thirsty. I think Mother God realized I'm thirsty, oh. so she got my cup. <laughs> she helped herself to some tea. Oh, how sweet! Oh. So, I don't know what to expect next. Mm-hmm. But that was lovely. I Did you get in her. on any of that, Catherine? I could, yes. She, I'm beginning to see pictures and um, mm-hmm. like a flow of a story going on. I some I hear some words sometimes. Oh, but, okay, yeah. But I get the gist of it by I this was very clearly. Um, Baby socks. <laughs> You'll have Baby. to listen to it. You'll have to listen <laughs> to it. it. <laughs> I think we've got a baby sock movement going worldwide. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we're going to we're going to use the loving feminine energy um so that nobody is interested in war. Uh, There's other things that are much more interesting, much more fun. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had a nice... How many other things, yes, there are to do. And think how if all the mothers and all the sisters and all the wives refuse to agree to let their... uh, to feel good about their husbands and their brothers and their mm-hmm. children going off to war. That's if everybody true. said, 
said, no, I don't think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Let's let's um, have a big celebration tonight instead. Um, yeah. You know, remember that old saying, what if uh-huh. there was a war and nobody showed up? <laughs> well, that's what we were kind of chatting about. So you picked up more than you realized. I think, but that's what I was feeling. What if, what if, I forget who said that, but it was in the 60s, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. What if they? Oh, what if they? Um, what if they created a war and nobody came? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that. It's about time. I think people are oh. coming to that point. Oh, uh, obviously. There was, some, there was some videos months ago that I had posted, and it was videos of love between two countries. I can't remember which two of the. Uh, Arab countries it was I think it was Israel and Iran and uh, it was a video of uh, someone in Israel with his uh, uh, wife or children or something uh, saying to Iran how much he loved them and then it was an Iranian family making a video and sending it to Israel how much they loved them and you know the people love each other it's the manipulators, and we just don't have to play their game anymore. Right. So we just will do something better. We'll build. Yeah, and yeah there's other things we want to do. We're not going to play with your wars anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've got a better idea. Well, so I'm not sure who else wants to come through. Well, we've got um, plenty of questions. Um, I don't know if Saint Germain. He's usually here. We don't. Oh, and uh, Zarea is here, but his line is open, so if they want to speak, they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zarea and Zora. Yeah, that line is open. Why don't we get a few, take? Let people ask a few questions, and we'll see. Would what that they... be a nice surprise? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that for a while. Okay, then we'll let her rip. Here we go. 954, ending in 0910. Uh, We're asking that you give your first name, where you're from, and keep your your question very tight and concise so that we can get as many in as possible. So we're waiting for 954. I bet they're surprised that we pay. (laughs) (laughs) They're stupefied. (laughs) Okay, 954, your big moment. You're going to miss it. 954, ending in 0910. Are you muted? 954? Oh, we're going to have to pass them by. That's Mm. too bad. Okay, I've opened up 212, ending in 6780. 212. Hmm. Did we put them all asleep? Apparently. <laughs> two one two ending in six seven eight zero. New York. Well, for it sounds yeah. very silent. Huh? Hello. The yeah. lines. Oh, here's somebody saying hello. It's Donna in New York City. I'm sorry. I. I immediately disconnected myself when you called on me. Uh, I'll be very quick. Um, I just want to say thank you 
so very much to Mother God. Um, I love you very much, Mother God. <laughs> I hope that's not an inappropriate thing to say. I love oh, hearing not. from you. No, thank you. Um, um, I love hearing from you whenever I do. And um, you lift my spirits and raise my vibrations, I'm sure. And um, especially I was very touched by what you said about Prime Creator. And um, I had a healing session with Catherine at one point in New York City, and um, she was channeling Prime Creator, and I was, I pretty much sobbed through the whole thing because I could feel that he knew my heart and understood exactly my feelings, and it was, it, it was liberating in the way that the love coming from all of the heavenly company, is that what they're called? I'm glad they're not a corporation. And um, um, the oath is just one little thing I can't agree with, and that's the, uh, uh, you know, since I do live in New York City, the feeling about the cockroach. But it's a very small <laughs> issue, and I only raise it up to be it funny. It's a little <laughs> practice. Just well, say, it might take a little practice, Mother God. I have to say, yes, it might, but I will work on it. If you think that that's um, you're right about their being sturdy and uh, long living, certainly. <laughs> so, um, I definitely can put my mind to that too, if. Okay, you this is Catherine. It. Hi, Donna. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Thanks for your message. Well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your channeling, and Anne, thank you for the call, and I'll jump off now and let somebody else on. Okay. Yes? Thank you, Donna. Thank you, sweetheart. Thanks. I've already opened up 352, ending in 3087, um, and I wonder who you are and where you live. Hi, this is Rod. Oh, yeah. Hi, Rod. How you doing? Hey, I'm going to ask a question in the direction of energy that Mother was talking about tonight. I received an email from a person by the name of Maureen Moss. I don't know if you know her. She's of the World Ruja Network. And in any case, she she channeled uh, Adama St. Uh, Germain, as you do, and the question I have is the direction of energy. In his discussion with her, he talked tough love, renting our bodies, no more destinies, and the change with our guides, where when he talks with us, he talks about the announcement, the disclosure, the RV, and ascension. Now, why is it that he has one program for one person and another program for somebody else. Can you explain that to me? Who is the he you're talking about? St. Germain. Well, um, I'm not sure about, I don't know who this person is, I, and I 
don't comment on other people's channeling. Um, there are there are lots of ways that our masters come through to us, and there are lots of variations in the way. I mean, they have a very broad um, understanding of things, and so they can talk about things in different ways to different people. I. I'm not sure exactly what your question was, but St. Germain is always positive, always um, makes an effort to uplift and encourage. So It's not a a question of judgment. It's a question of, my question is more like, why doesn't he discuss RV or Ascension on the other program? Well, we'll have to ask him that. I know he's been talking about a lot of things for many years that didn't have to do with the RV. So this particular group, I think, was especially important in terms of getting the word out um, and encouraging lightworkers. So I don't know why he discusses different things with different people, but um, I once was, <laughs> when I was talking with um, Mother, Father, God, or St. Germain, I, it was probably Mother, Father, God, I said, you know, there. when you do channelings, you talk to people about physics, and you talk about creation, and you talk about all these other, you know, sort of mathematical things that I'm not so schooled in should i start boning up on physics and they said absolutely not (laughs) i said you're the psychologist we talk to you about those things and we need to talk to you about those things we can talk to other people about the mathematics and the physics so i think sometimes I i don't want to bury a dead horse here i just thought it would be an easier question answer perhaps I'm not familiar with the person you're talking about or the or the subject matter all I know is that things vary sometimes and but not dramatically I mean it seems to me when I read channelings from St. Germain they mostly they sound like the kind of things that we talk about yeah it's our train of conversation it's just like you have different friends and with this friend, you chat about this, and that friend, you chat about that. And uh, this is where we and uh, those that, that tune into our conversations, um, that's where we're all at. I, I think it's very basic <laughs> myself. Okay. I'll accept it as that. I'll jump off the line. I just thought I'd ask you a question. Okay, Rod. I'm going to close you up here okay. so we Bye. can keep on moving. And I'm going on to 770, ending in 2202. I've seen that number before. Come on. Yes, ma'am. How are you doing? It's Paul. Hi, Paul. In Atlanta. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Um, I have a couple things. I know simultaneously right now I'm listening to frequencies, I'm reading the email that I would like to discuss, and also another program. So I'm doing four things at one time. Now, this is, for, this is for Peter, 
And um, at the end of the call last night, I tried to come back in because I wanted to ask this question here. Um, there's these numbers that have to do with a program, and I wanted to know what you know the specifics about these particular numbers and why they were all used in this particular program, and that is 175, 4, 16, 64, 256, which all equal to 340 and 100,000. So if that can be... Paul, before you go on, uh-huh. I, this isn't, isn't Peter's call, and I know absolutely nothing about that. So I, this is not the right place to ask that question. I think you'll have to ask Peter on his call. Okay. Okay. Sorry, and but I guess I guess Father I guess Father God is not I guess Father God is not here to answer this particular question because I had something to talk to him about uh, Saint Peter. Well, I don't know what to how to answer this, but it seems like a lot of the questions you're having are a little far afield. So, okay. maybe you can can bring them back to something that is sort of relevant to everybody here? Well, those numbers that I had actually was relevant to the people, and it's something that can possibly help the people. So that's why I wanted to say that about the numbers in, in regarding to find out what Peter had to say about those, and then I can bring that back later. That was just something to, to get out, and then um, at the same time, I was, you know, wanted to make a discussion about uh, St. Peter because I have an email here and there's some things that are going on that I'm actually a part of, but I see that Father God is not on there to uh, ask these particular questions. So I will go ahead and yield to the next caller. All right. Well, if Father God wants to come in and and if he knows it, what these uh, questions refer to, then sure, we'd be happy to hear from him. Otherwise, we'll try Thank and you. stick with things that people here are familiar with. If that's okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. We don't have the background to understand these questions right now unless everyone is really, you know, working with Peter and trying to understand these things um, and knows what Paul is describing. Yeah. Are you there, Anne? I'm here, and um, the line is open to... Um, Zora, but apparently uh, this, you know, it, it, we're introducing, like you say, um, we have different calls for different um, levels of discussion, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's uh, it, 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 we have so many people listening that are expecting to hear the things that come on these calls. I I think we need to kind of stay in tune with custom and not introduce yeah, we'll something. Be doing- that- Seven-hour yeah. calls. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Let's. Let's. Uh, I'm sorry, Paul. Paul, come back on next uh, next Tuesday's call with Peter, and uh, we'd love to pursue that. And and the other listeners on that call will be right in tune with you and looking forward to hearing that. So, thank you, Paul. And I've mm-hmm. opened up six one nine, ending in eight eight zero eight. Um, I had 2202, and now I got 8808. Same thing happened yesterday <laughs> on Peter's call. <laughs> okay, 619 in San Diego. Come on, I know you're in San Diego. That's it. That's it. Well, I was kind of hoping to 
um, follow St. Germain after his talk, but since he hasn't come on yet, I've got another one. I thought people might be interested in how these words might interconnect. Mother God was talking about higher self, so I thought maybe some people might be wondering what Oversoul is, and um, Magic I Am Present, and Lord God of My Being. Are those one and the same? How do they interrelate? Oh, nice question. And what is your name? (laughs) Oh, this is Sunshine from San Diego. Anne already said that. Sunshine, okay. All right, so... Oversoul. Um, higher self, is, because Mother God was talking about that. Higher self. Magic I am present. Mm-hmm. And Lord God of my being. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. We'll have to call in somebody to cover that one, I think. So, uh, what do you think? Maybe it's time to call in... St. Germain. Uh, several of those are things that St. Germain has talked about and written about. Yeah, and Zora uses Lord God of my being quite a bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we all kind of have a sense of what those things are, but it's nice to have mm-hmm. uh-huh, to have a clarity about it. Let's see how, how St. Germain would, mm-hmm. would like to. What he'd like to say about. Okay, well, we'll give you a minute to uh, dial up St. Germain and put him to work here on the call. So, St. <laughs> Germain isn't going to get the day off. We're going to have him join us and give a little clarity on these questions. And he's probably already here. St. Germain, are you here? Yes, greetings, beloved ones. I am here. Yes, I am. Well, and that's a lovely question you have on the table. Thank you. I love talking about these things because it's, of course, helpful to raise your vibration by turning your eyes upward. Feel your way to to the definitions of these things that you asked about. You know, we would say the same thing 10,000 different ways if we thought it would help. (laughs) (laughs) And some of this is a case of creating new ways of describing things so that you will hear them with fresh ears. Your I am presence is the God in you. It is magic because God is magic. Your higher self is that essence of your soul which is also connected with God is really a part of God just as you are. 
So there are no absolute distinctions here. There is no real difference between the Lord God of your being and you. The Lord God of your being is a very eloquent way of saying namaste. You are God. In your connection to God, you are God. And so we have taught over the years different ways to say that, different ways to help you to envision your connections. The Oversoul. That is an, an earlier way of describing, but it does have a nice graphic um, to it. It's easy to imagine a great umbrella that is the one. Each of you is connected. Your highest is connected to God. God is connected to everyone else. You are connected to everyone else, and therefore you are all a part of the great Oversoul. These descriptions, as I'm, as I'm talking about them now, I see they each one emphasizes just slightly a different way of looking at the same, of the essential truth. We are one. We are God. I think that is the shortest version I can think of to answer your question. Thank you. It, it seemed to me that possibly when Father God was using the phrase, Lord God of my being, that that might, for some people, help them to add, oh, possibly a strength of conviction. Because I think a lot of times he was using it in terms of um, saying the Lord God of my being and then wanting something to happen like healing or um, a change in weather or whatever. And that possibly <clears throat> for some people, using those words might help them to feel more um, possibly power behind it or support. Absolutely. That is a way of emphasizing the power in manifesting your visions. Right. By claiming yourself, claiming your power to be God. It is also magic, but it is powerful. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for your lovely question. Thank you, Sunshine. Thank you, Thank St. You, Germain. All right. Yes. I'm going to close your line, Sunshine. Thank you. All righty. And uh, we're moving on to 651. Ending in 2736, your line. Uh-oh. Thank you. 
you're, you're going to have to turn off that computer and run to the telephone. Ending in 
Eddie. It also is interesting because she said that she can come here in a second, you know, just call her, and she comes on Pegasus, which, you know, I'm sure all of us have heard Pegasus. So she said the beautiful winged horse Pegasus brought her. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's lovely. Well, that sounds like a, <laughs> uh, a really good uh, visual of what bringing yeah. in the goddess energy means. Right. That's lovely. Well, let's ask Mother God. Okay. See what, see what she would like to say about All it. All right. And I don't think she's going to be that far away. She said she'd keep an eye on us and be handy if we needed her. And uh, Mother God, um, are you here now? Yes, dear. Now, what a lovely question. And what a wonderful example. Indeed, we were talking about the goddess energy ascending and calling upon it. And here we have a lovely example of someone who did call upon it. And look what she received. (laughs) Angelica is the daughter of Prime Creator. She is a wonderful example of someone who has developed her feminine power and who is very eager to be of service. She is the member of a group of goddesses whose work it is to come forward when they are called to help with healing especially but also to help women who are in need of mm, I suppose you'd call it support but inspiration I think is a better way of putting it in a way that is so energetic and powerful that you cannot miss it. And when Angelica and her crew come to take part in a healing and to encourage one, as you felt, it is inspiring and uplifting, is it not? Oh, yes. And how lovely to see her sweeping in on her powerful horse. She yeah. does not she does not ride a broomstick, nor does she <laughs> fly like a fairy. She swoops in on her powerful horse. And that is the kind of energy that we're looking for, isn't it? Yes. And you, beloved one, can absorb completely this wonderful gift you have been given and feel what she sends you. Yes, there was concern about your illness. We want you in top shape. You have good work ahead and there's no time, no sense, 
and dragging yourself down with anxiety and stress. You will get help. You always do get help, don't you? Yeah, I do. And continue. I mean, I know that this, yeah, this is a personal question, I know, but do you know if my lungs are getting any better? Is that possible to know? Yes, we can look. I see a little um, residue, a little uh, congestion still. But you, dear one, respond very well to this kind of encouragement. You do have strong faith and wonderful vision. You only need a little boost sometimes. Sometimes you forget your own power. And when you do, think of Angelica on her Pegasus. You, too, have done such work in your time between lives. This is a group you know well. Align with them, dear. Reconnect. Reacquaint yourself yourself with these lovely goddesses who need your help as well. You are one who is what we call the boots on the ground, you know. Right. You will bring That's this energy. You will ground this energy. And it, as it, long as you welcome them into yeah. your life, into your healing process, you will be given all kinds of help. And yes, as they said, you are the one who must do the breathing. And yes. you are the one who must accept the healing. Accept it, it. the breath you were given. It is your birthright. It, it, is there a way that I can... It, that I can ground this energy better or, or different than what I'm doing or if I yes. is there a way that I can help them above yes as you breathe okay. be aware that you breathe downward through your body into the earth and anchor yourself in Gaia in the center of her strength until you feel the center of your strength connected completely with the center of beloved Mother Earth. And now you are an anchor yourself. And when you allow the light and the love of God to flow down through your body, Open your crown chakra and let it flow downward through you and always feel that sense of being anchored. And you will heal immediately and you will never again feel the stress you have been plagued by. That's going to be wonderful. So more like I was picturing like roots coming out of my feet, going and wrapping around all the 
rocks and the minerals all the way down to Mother Gaia's earth. I should just instead feel like a breath going through me and breath going down through the earth. That would be better. Yes. And light. Okay, thank you. Like breath a channel light, of okay? light and love that breath, penetrates okay? all the way to the center. Okay. And thank your you anchor. so much. Yes, dear. Mm, that was so interesting. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. No, thank close you. Your... Yes, that okay. was so interesting. What an interesting uh, experience here. I'm going to go ahead and close your line now, Pat. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, honey. Okay, now uh, we're, we're down to 33 minutes left. I know... Um, Catherine had hoped to be able to have a short call. She's been traveling. Um, are you ready to continue, Catherine? Yes, I am. Sure. Well, I think okay. we, ha- I think we should maybe give Saint Germain a few minutes and see if he wants to add something. Let's see. Yes, that would be good. I think we're all Ask looking forward to hearing his updates. What he wants. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> he's saying he's very much enjoying the call. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going to give you the day off, St. Germain. We'd have to wait a whole week to talk to you again. All right, beloved, here I am. <laughs> we- yes, and I know everyone wants to talk about the RV. I'd rather expand the discussion a bit. I do regret that, of course, you have been told tomorrow and then tomorrow and then tomorrow and today and today and tomorrow. Well, once again, I it is my job to reassure and to inform everyone. And I do enjoy that. I... I feel the the sense of discouragement and that that is worrying me a bit. I hope that all of you will be able to look back on this and remember that this day in March when we thought it would have been October, this day in March you say to yourself, I am so over that. (laughs) (laughs) And probably by the time we are able to accomplish this, you will be so ready to stop thinking about money that all you'll want is to embrace your twin flame and to, to open your arms with joy to the mentors who will be arriving to help you. And I'd like to talk to, about that just a bit. Yes, the prosperity funds were designed initially as a counterweight to the power of the cabal. It is the only reason that we involved ourselves in this, in this uh, project that was about wealth and about money 
because it was the the most reasonable way to defeat those who were who were hoarding all the wealth. How do you get to rich people? You become richer than they are. That was the plan. And it has worked. Even though those of you who are eagerly awaiting your bonuses and your blessings have not yet received your money, it has worked. It has worked to frighten the cabal because they are easily frightened, you know. They are afraid of losing their power. They're afraid of not being in complete control. They're afraid of losing their grip. And so this entire process of preparing to distribute enormous amounts of money across the globe has been very successful. You know, most of you, about the sting operation that was integral to this whole process. Well, it's even more intricate than I've been able to describe to you because it was also a psychological sting operation. You see, the consciousness on the planet has shifted. Even though many of you were impatiently awaiting, were wishing and hoping, you began to think differently. You are thinking very differently about money than you ever did before. You think of yourselves as wealthy, you think of yourselves as someone who is about to to claim their inheritance. And this, in and of itself, has changed the entire planet. You used to think of yourselves as poor, strapped, unfortunate, unlucky. Yes, some of you even thought of yourselves that way. Unlucky. And now, everyone feels blessed. Everyone knows about the wonderful times that are coming. And yes, maybe sometimes you feel Oh, if only it would come sooner. But rarely do you ever think it's not going to come at all. How many years ago was it when you thought you were alone here? When you thought that, you know, slogging along for years on end at a boring job would be your destiny. How many of you were convinced that nothing would ever change? And now, 
You're not complaining that nothing will ever change. You're complaining that it's not happening fast enough. That is great progress. Well, when it does begin to happen fast, it's going to, well, you have that expression, it makes your head spin. You'll feel like your head is spinning. Sometimes you already do feel that way, don't you? The energy is increasing. The time going so fast, you can hardly remember what day it is anymore because the days fly by. Yes, you all wanted to live the life of a rich person. Well, would it be sufficient for you to know that you are a rich person, to become a rich person, at least for a short time, and then have the opportunity to give away enormous amounts of money. What could be better? Had any of you really thought you were going to buy a yacht? Probably not. This is what rich people do. This is what the cabal does. Most of them. Not all, of course. Some live as if they were modest. They're not. It is the entire lifting of the state of the consciousness of planet Earth that is what really matters. It is not how many people have so much money. We could not have done this without you. And we could not have done it had we given out all the money while the cabal was still in power. It would have completely defeated the purpose because the purpose is to shift the thinking about what wealth is. And you have learned little by little, haven't you? You've learned to think about what real wealth is. And it has nothing to do with money. It has to do with abundance and fairness. And when every person on the globe has the conditions in their life that make it possible for them to be free, free in their minds, free in their hearts, free with their families to enjoy their time together. This is what we want. This is the golden age we look forward to. Not dividing the money more evenly so that everybody has the same piece of pie. No one would be happier if all we were distributing was money. I promise you, you know what happens to people who win the lottery. No one would have been happier if we had simply taken all the money on the globe and redistributed it. Yes, many would have been more comfortable. 
but would that have given you the opportunity to spend these months thinking about your fellow man, thinking so seriously about what you're going to do to make it better. And you know you have the power. You know you will have the resources. This, this is the great growth. This is the wonderful development. All of you shining brighter day by day. We do not say that this was the plan, that the longer it dragged out, the more brilliant you would become, although we suspected that might happen. But it is what's happened. The more you think about the wealth that you are entitled to, the wealth that is coming any day, the more eager you are to create something wonderful that will help others to be at peace. And just by thinking this, you are manifesting it. Look at this incident where a war was threatened. Did anything come of it? Nothing. Remember when Kim Jong-un in, in Korea was threatening. Did anything come of it? No, nothing. Even Syria. The pot is no longer boiling. The Middle East. Strangely quiet, isn't it? All over the globe, the sun is rising, the energy is changing. Where things were harsh, angry, and brutal, it has become quiet. In many places, you might even say it's strangely quiet. The ones who were enthusiastic about their brutality have suddenly become subdued. This, beloved ones, is your work. You are succeeding. And you are nearly at the point where manifesting your dream is the same as having the money. This is what we wish, you know. This is what we teach. You will manifest this new golden age. Yes, we do have every intention of making this happen the best we can. And by we, I mean the company of heaven overseeing those on the ground who are actually making it happen. 
it is in place, the larger agreements have been accomplished several times already, and it will play out. There may be variations in the way it plays out. We will see in the coming days. Nevertheless, the leveling and the rising of the consciousness, especially here in the West, because of the all the talk about what it will be like after the RV. What will the world look like after the RV? How many friends and families can you help? How many people will be raised up? It is happening. Look around you. You are manifesting the vision that would have been created had the money already been distributed. Now, we certainly wish for it to happen, but this is what your part of it was. And you are accomplishing it brilliantly. I ask you, continue. Continue. Show your friends what hope really means. And show them how it can change the world. Do not be discouraged, beloved ones. For the time of meeting your twin flames and your mentors and your star brothers and sisters is very near. And when they arrive, they bring with them the same kind of abundance and joy in their hearts that you feel when you envision the wonderful future ahead. So that when they arrive, you will be completely in tune with them. You will welcome them with curiosity and love and excitement. And when they teach you the wonders, the wonders that they have in store for you, you will think that the abundance you are going to create with the RV is a very small thing compared to what you're going to do in the phase that immediately follows. You will look back and say, oh yes, that stuff about the currency. Yes, it was a hope that we would change everything, but we realized It took more than that to change everything, and we were already well on our way. And so it is. You are succeeding. We are succeeding at the vision we had. 
It is now just the details that need to be brought into line. And it will be done. Thank you, beloved ones, for being here with us, for following so closely, and most of all, for raising your consciousness, lifting your hearts, remaining steadfast. And we will do this together. Namaste, all. Namaste. I am Greetings, dear Lady Nada. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was just right. A whole new concept. Thank you. Yes, indeed. And now... I will offer to answer some questions if need be, but I believe our time is running short. It's it's just about all run out. We've got about uh, 12 minutes. Well, let's say then that it's much more important now, especially since you've had these lovely questions about about goddesses, about raising the feminine energy. It would be very nice to keep the vibration high and to keep our minds on that particular subject. You know, it is such an important part of this new day that's dawning. You, the women who have come here, who have so courageously offered your lives, your hours, your energy, and your love. You are leading the way, beloved ones. All of you in your towns, in your families, so many of you, so far ahead of the others around you that you're constantly being told, oh, well, you know mother is crazy. (laughs) And yet you persevere completely undaunted that no one in your family even remotely understands you and yet you inspire the entire world. This is true for so many of those listening. They look to you Beloved Masters, they look to you and they see your courage. They see you are undaunted. They see the insults and the 
snide remarks that are made that you simply answer with grace, with compassion, and with such patience. And every time you do, another heart awakens. This is the goddess. This is the power of the feminine energy. And it is so needed now. It is so precious, this warmth and softness that you offer. Yes, we are capable of it. All men are capable of it. But when you do it, It is so nurturing. It is so uplifting. And above all, it is so reassuring. We need you. We need you there on the forefront, just as you have done. We need all of you. There are so many women on this call so many who have been courageous. Oh, they may not be a senator or the president of a corporation. That would have been easier than what they do. They touch everyone around them. They look into the eyes of the people around them. And in that connection, the others feel love. And the barriers start to fade away. That is the work. That is the wonderful contribution that is changing the world. Do not think for a moment, beloved ones, do not think that your work is any less important than ours. Do not think for a moment. Look at the um, description I just gave you. A banker could not possibly be more important than a mother or a school teacher who loves the children in her room or one who teaches yoga, who helps other women to be strong and fit to be proud of their bodies and to live strong. This is what we need now. A woman who looks at another woman with pleasure, with respect, with admiration. And then 
bonds together, gathers other women to do the projects that will change the world. That is the vision of the new golden age. That is the vision that keeps us going. I celebrate you. I thank you. And I admire you. And you are practicing what sometimes comes very hard for the men in your lives. That is grace. Come forward, beloved feminines. The women, the girls, the feminine energy, come forward with grace, and we will all be raised up by it. Thank you. I now leave you to your dear Lady Nada. And namaste, all of you. Mm, thank you again. Namaste. Thank you, dear. And now, shall we close this call and say good evening to everyone and send our, our greatest love. And you, dear Lady Nada, will grace this call. And you and you will say good night. And we will envision together the rise of the goddess in all of you. Farewell. Farewell. Thank you. It's like a whole new day has dawned. We're just waking up to it. Thank you so much. Okay. Catherine. <laughs> Hi. Catherine, we saved you three minutes, Catherine. <laughs> you oh, thought three you were going to have so. a short call, didn't you? But we didn't let you do it. <laughs> and you know, I noticed, just noticed, that Father God's line has closed and I think that he probably is happy to let Mother God oh, yeah. taken care of things tonight. Yeah, he is gone. Yeah, the line was open all this time. <laughs> well, looks like tonight was a celebration of a shift. Yes, yes, a waking up. Um, we we're, Here we are in this new golden age of goddess energy and haven't done a thing about it. <laughs> and it's oh, well, about time. It's about it's time. About time. <laughs> okay, let's see what we can cook up in the next week. I bet we'll get a lot of ideas. I might even open up a special web page just about uh, bringing in the goddess energy. And uh, we'll figure out a way that we can all gather together 
um, have a focal point. Maybe we need an emblem of some type, as uh, Mother God was suggesting earlier. Mm. A symbol, a symbol, yeah. Oh, I like Maybe that. Maybe a baby booty. <laughs> it was so, you'll have to listen to the first part about the baby booties. <laughs> well, let's all the creative people on the call and in our network to think about how we're going to do this. It's a new kind of women's movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No resistance, just gathering together in love. Yes. And it's expansive and inclusive. Globally, and to include the women of the Ukraine, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, know, And the men, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. The men are just as capable. They probably will be glad to hand the baton across. Mm Mm-hmm. And enjoy. Yeah. Really enjoy being equal. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. All right, let's see what we can come up with. And now it's time to close our call. Mm-hmm. Thank you, dear Anne. And thank, thank you, you dear all Catherine. For lovely You're questions. tired, I know. Thank you for getting <laughs> home in time and giving us this beautiful call. We can't couldn't do it without you, Catherine. That's oh, and for it's sure. always rejuvenating and such a pleasure to do this. I feel blessed. All right, here comes our music. So we're going to say good night to all and see you again on Sunday. That's right. Sananda's Healing Call on Sunday at 2 Eastern Time. Wonderful. Thank you, Catherine. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody.